Hey, everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of the TSC News Podcast. I sincerely appreciate y'all checking us out. For those wondering how you can access us, we're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we're on it. We also have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports courier. Or you could just search my name, Fred Ricciani, or TSC News. Be sure to enable notifications so you never miss an update. We're also on Instagram at TSC News, Twitter at Sports Courier, Facebook.com slash the sports courier. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest TSC audio. Hey, uh, uh, Coach, do you have uh, any sense of any players uh, on your team that might opt out? And, and have you had any discussions in particular with Donovan Smith? I, I have not had any discussions with Donovan. Um, I expect him to report on time. Uh, obviously, it's a personal choice for guys to do this, and uh, I respect their choice. Would you see a scenario where you might have to prepare Houston uh, Warps to, to work at left tackle uh, as well as right tackle or or would you play him there if in the event that Donovan didn't play? Well, yeah, we'd, we'd work out a bunch of guys. Joe Haggs played over there. Tristan could play over there. Brad Seaton. We've got some guys that uh, if he decided not to play, we'll be ready to go. And next up is going to be Ed and Cena. How much have you paid attention? As you guys try to go through, obviously, staying safe, maintaining the health protocols, all the safety protocols, how much have you paid attention to what's gone on, especially in baseball, uh, with, with an outbreak with the Florida Marlins, and just kind of you know how important is it to – that, that happened really quickly during the season to, to get all this stuff um, in, in shape early and, uh, you know, just, just the possibility of, of, of something like that happening either in, in your locker room or anywhere in the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't think our guys are going to get sick in the locker room. I don't think they'll get sick in our facility. Everybody here is tested. They're clean. Uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen outside the facility. Um, is it possible? Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening we don't stay in cities as long as baseball does. And, uh, and that can be a problem. Okay. Next up is Greg Allman. Hey Bruce, thanks for doing this. I just want to ask you if you've come closer to making decisions about what kind of personal precautions you can take uh, in terms of what interaction with players, what, what you'll change to make sure you're being as safe as possible while still being a, a hands-on coach. Yeah. I, I'm very comfortable with our protocols. Now that I've, I've gotten used to the protocols, um, <clears throat> you know, we had a, a week of staff meetings where we went through all the protocols, how to teach with a mask on and all the things that we're going to do differently. Uh, I'm very, very comfortable with it. Uh, as far as on the field, I'll, I'll maintain a mask and probably a shield uh, just for personal use. And, uh, Coach, like I've always coached. Next up, we're going to have Ira Kaufman. What's your confidence level, Coach Arians, um, that you're going to be able to pull off a 16-game season uh, at this point considering um, what's been going on? Um, around you in different sports? Yeah, I'm very confident. I, I think, like I said, the protocols that are in place um, are, are, are extremely safe. And uh, it's going to be coaches, players, and staff being smart outside the building. And, uh, you know, so that, that part of it, I, nobody's going to get sick over here um, because everybody's got a negative test that's in the building. So, uh, you're going to get sick somewhere else. And, and we've just got to have a lot of discipline this year. And I have a lot of confidence we'll get it done. Kevin O'Donnell. Obviously, uh, Tom and a lot of the guys put a lot of work in, uh, probably maybe from May on, on the field over at Berkeley. How much were you able to, to watch some of that uh, that was going on and have conversations back and forth? And how much do you think they really accomplished as they get ready for 
for training, uh, training camp here. We really had no communication. You know, we couldn't film it or anything like that and uh, didn't really have a lot of conversation with Tom other than uh, that there was a good turnout. They were getting a lot of things done. It was a good team-building experience. It doesn't replace practice, but it's the closest thing you can get. Justin Granite. Will the quality of play early on be similar to other years, or is it going to take a hit because of the late training camp and the lack of preseason games? Oh, I think there's definitely going to take a hit. I mean, you, you, you're not going to be in the same football shape you were had you had all spring, all the learning that takes place in the spring, and then a, a, a true training camp with uh, four preseason games to look at a lot of young players. So, yeah, it's going to take a hit. Ira Kaufman. How well situated do you think your roster is uh, in terms of veterans and leadership to successfully navigate through uh, this kind of uh, season that you've never kind of experienced before? Yeah, I, I feel very, very good about that. I think the one thing, especially defensively, we've got some great veteran leadership on that side of the ball. And then when you add Tom and, Tom and Rob to go along with the guys we have on offense, uh, we're still young on offense, but uh, – they're very, very mature people and players. So, you know, I, I think we, Mike Evans is a great leader. Uh, Chris Godwin. A lot, we've got we've got tons of leadership. I don't think uh, even you know, even our second-year players were very mature players last year, especially in the secondary. So that's that's no problem. We're going to have Jenna Lane. I know that, that you haven't had much of a chance to interact with Tom Brady physically. Um but obviously he's had the playbook now for some time. Um, have you been able to assess where he's at in terms of, of grasping your offense? Yeah, I think he's, he's way ahead of the curve. I mean, he's a very bright guy. The, the terminology was the, the big thing. And, uh, and as we now get together starting tomorrow, we'll have uh, start to collaborate a little bit more. And uh, so, yeah, I think he's in a great spot right now as far as that goes. Mike Giardi from the NFL Network. How critical is it that he that he wraps himself around that playbook and is able to take ownership ownership of it, especially when you consider the no preseason games and the limited time and pads? Yeah, I think that's the big thing. It's, it's, it's a, again, it's a dual thing. He Him learning what we do, me learning what he likes, uh, meeting in the middle and doing a lot of different things. But I'm not going to ask the other 21 guys to learn something new. Uh, when they've already had a good year of, of and good experiences in the offense. So um, I would have liked to have had a couple of preseason games, uh, but it didn't work out that way. Scott Reynolds. I want to ask you about Matt Gay. He was kicking at 84% prior to that last game where he missed three in the south end zone. And you had said after that game that, that he needs to spend some more time in the south end zone. Obviously, I would assume COVID has prevented him from getting into the stadium. But what are the plans during training camp? And how much time will he spend at Raymond James Stadium kicking into that south end zone to really become familiar with that part of the field? Yeah, at least two or three times a week. You know, um, we really don't need lines over there. We just need a goalpost. And uh, when it's available, uh, he'll be there. And can you speak to to your your trust and confidence in him uh, growing and and improving in his second NFL season? Yeah, I think he he learned a lot of things about life off the field uh, in the NFL and how it affects on the field performance. And like you said, in November, up till November, he was having a heck of a year, and he had a bad December. But uh, we'll find out if it was a rookie wall. If it's a problem, if it's a problem, we'll. We'll fix it. Rick Stroud. What, if any, interaction did you have when Tom came in the building? I mean, here's a guy that is used to being in New England for 20 straight seasons, and he walks into a new facility. What was that like from your observation, and, and what have you heard from 
from players about him and their interactions. Yeah, all positive things, obviously. You know, all the guys that have been working out with him see his intensity level at even those type of workouts and only know they're going to intensify when we get out there for real. Uh, so, yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, it's, it's, you would have hoped we'd have had spring practice so all of them could get over the awe, especially the yeah. young players of Tom Brady walking into the locker room and Gronk. Uh, but, you know, it'll get, it will get through that, I think, in a week. Then maybe uh, each guy will have enough balls to go talk to him. <laughs> Can I ask you uh, about uh, a guy, Jonathan Franklin, who, you know, joined you late last year, never played defensive back until he got to the Bears. I heard a story about, you know, you quickly let him run some scout team stuff before you played Houston and Deshaun Watson. Just what do you make of his skill set and what, what do you do with an athlete like that? Yeah, he's a very interesting athlete. I mean, you know, he never played defense. He's one of those guys that uh, he's got so much talent and athletic ability you're trying to find a place for. You know, we ran that little wildcat package with him, and he did a great job with it. Um, he can throw. You know, he's coming in as a wide receiver. Um, so he'll be in the yeah. offensive rooms. Um, he could possibly give us a third quarterback on Sunday um, with his ability. So, yeah, he's got a lot of options, and it's up to him to make the ball club as a wideout. We're going to have Steve Isbitz from Joe Bucks fan. Coach, what position is most affected by limited offseason time? And football-wise, how did you personally spend all your extra time this spring and summer not being around players? I think both lines of scrimmage, the offensive line and defensive line, not being able to – work on pad level. You know, we're going to have 14 days in pads. Uh, that's not a lot of time to, to get ready to, to play in a ball game against really quality opponents, but we're going to have to get it done. And uh, the rest of my time, I, I stayed where I was safe as possible and uh, stayed up in Georgia, played golf a lot, and, uh, you know, really anxious to get guys and, and get going. Did you do more self-scouting during that time, or did you dive into Tom Brady's last 30 games, or what did you really do football-wise? Football-wise, we did everything that was possible before we left, and we came back for a week to uh, get adapted to the new teaching methods that we're going to be going through, so we're all ready for that. And uh, we did enough self-scout, and uh, we, we did Tom Brady before we signed Tom Brady, so that was, that was already done. Okay, next up is Greg Allman. Hey, Coach, I know it's still another two weeks or so before anybody would be taking the field for practice, but just want to ask you physically if there are any players that you think will have any limitations toward practice, and also uh, just how safety Justin Evans is doing as well. Yeah, Justin, still, he'll probably be on PUP, and uh, we'll see how the right foot reacts. Uh, and he doesn't have a lot of time, but he, he needs to get out there. Uh, he's the only one right now that I think uh, will be on PUP. Kevin O'Donnell. Hey, Bruce. Uh, obviously, this training camp is is like no other that you've ever faced before. Um, obviously, it's going to be a couple weeks before you hit the field. But what what are some of the priorities or things you can do over these next two weeks now that you have Tom Brady in the building? I know it's been a long time coming. Well, yeah, we'll spend the mornings with the uh, 60 minutes of weightlifting and 60 minutes of conditioning. And then the afternoons we'll meet and and have a 60-minute walkthrough. And you can get a lot done in a walkthrough. There's a lot of teaching that can go on. I kind of equate it to playing Thursday night games when you don't practice on Monday and Tuesday and you play Thursday night and you play very well. You've got all that through a walkthrough. And uh, so we're going to take that approach, um, install everything, do our mock situations, everything, and walkthroughs um, while we have them in there. Scott Reynolds. One of your rookies, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, tested positive for, for COVID and uh, – 
Do you anticipate having to make any roster moves um, at, at that particular uh, position while he's out, or is this a situation where he, t- he tested negative um, and he's not going to miss any on-field work per se? Uh, can you just speak to that situation and what that does to your running back depth right now? Uh, no, he's in the protocol. That's all I can say. It's just like concussions. He's in the COVID protocol, and uh, we'll see where it goes. But, no, we won't make any adjustments to that position. Jenna? I know that you had said that you were contemplating having a third quarterback um, isolated, um, you know, for emergency situations and things like that. Uh, is that still in play? And not just that, but have you made any other considerations for how you guys can get through this season if there is, in fact, a potential uh, outbreak? I didn't hear the last part, but the third quarterback – yeah, we'll go through training camp, and then uh, we'll try to decide whether or not um, we want to keep somebody on the roster and keep them away or allow them to come in and uh, and do th- or just do things virtually uh, just in case. We'll know by the protocols we'll have plenty of time by then to see how it's all working out, but it's still a possibility. Are you considering doing that with any other position? No. Thank you. Edgar Thompson from the Orlando Sentinel. You mentioned the off factor with Tom Brady. What what kind of confidence, though, do you think he can bring to that huddle and, and that unit, him and Gronk? I think it's amazing. I mean, you, you guys know when he walks in the huddle, it's different. Uh, this guy's got six rings, and uh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, there's going to be a ton of confidence in him, not only on offense but on defense. Our defensive players are going to are going to feel the same way and uh, and look forward to going, going against each other. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's a ton of confidence that they automatically bring in. they they got a pretty good resume. Next up, we have Justin Granite. Coach, even though players need to test uh, negative before they play in a game, will you personally have to physically change the way you coach during games, whether it be not getting in a guy's face? And Is there any discussions of you coaching from a box? No. <laughs> there's no chance of me coaching from a box. And uh, I'll, I'll have – you know, the, w- once we get a shield that I like – uh, I'll have a, I'll have my mask and shield on, and uh, uh, Sergeant, I won't have, I won't be able to spit on him anyway. Rock Riley. Was there ever any reservation at all because of the COVID, being you know the health issues that you've had, of coming back, and kind of a two-parter? Did did your family, did your wife say, man, I don't know about the health, and the fact that you've got a chance to coach Tom Brady, how much did that play into it? Uh, there was never a doubt that I was going to coach. Um, you know, especially once I've seen the protocols and everything that's been taken in place. Uh, Tom, whether it was Tom or whoever the quarterback would be, I'm going to get excited. And uh, I, I really like our ball club. You know, knock on wood, we can stay healthy this year and, uh, and, and do the things we want to do. We want to get in the playoffs. So having Tom adds to the excitement, obviously. But uh, uh, I would have been all in either way. Ed Encina. You're, you've been big into, uh, you know, utilizing sports science, I was wondering if there's any things that, that you guys might do to ensure your health because of COVID involving sports science. I think there's a couple of teams that are using wristbands that, that can help with social distancing, tracing, stuff like that. I mean, have, have you guys uh, ventured into into any of those those kind of things? Yeah, I got my little thing on right now. It tells me how close I am to anybody and, uh, and it's tracking. So we've all got them. I think you got to be smart. You know, you're not going to find me at, at any of my favorite restaurants or bars. So uh, you're welcome to come over to the house. So. That's about the only place I'll be, in the office and at the house. And uh, so uh, you got to be as safe as possible. It's going to take a lot of discipline. Mark Cook. End of last year, after that last game, you said really the number one priority was to keep as many of those defensive players on the football team as possible. 
you guys were able to do that minus Carl Nassib. Um, are you okay? You feel comfortable with the guys to rush the passer? Um, is there some young guys you're looking at? And the second part is, is Carlton Davis ready to take that next step to be, you know, maybe a top five, at least a top 10 corner in the league after uh, I believe he led the NFL in pass breakups last year. Yeah, I'm very comfortable with the pass rush. You know, I think Anthony Nelson was slowed down a little bit last year with his knee, but uh, he showed a lot of lot of good stuff in practice. And then when he was in the games, he was very solid. Uh, we got some young kids I'm really anxious to see. You know, Kaz Daniel and uh, Quentin Bell, some guys that got a lot of speed off the edge, Divinity, some of these young kids coming in. So I'm anxious to get them out there and see what they can do. Um, and we need, you know, Levante and Devin continue to grow as pass rushers. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think that part of it is fine. I think Carlton made that move last November. I mean, what he did to DeAndre Hopkins um, was, was outstanding. He basically just shut him out the game. And, and that's not an easy job. So um, he, he did a really good job on Julio. He, really, he realized Julio was a little stronger. And, uh, but he, he, the penalties have gone. Uh, he, he's one of the top 10 guys, in my opinion, right now. Dan Lucas. Have you paid attention at all in the past few days to what has happened within the Miami Marlins organization of baseball? Because the NFL is also not doing the bubble this year. And, and no matter what precautions you take, I mean, it, something to this extent can happen at any time. And I guess are the players aware as, as well? Yeah, I'm sure they're aware of it. You know, like I said, baseball, they got to travel into cities and stay a lot longer than we do. We're in and out. Um, there won't be any going out to restaurants and that type of thing. You know, we'll try to sanitize the hotel that we're at as best we can in a visiting locker room um, and then just get back on the plane and come home. So um, our travel, as far as what baseball is going through, is so totally different than, than what they're doing. Um, and obviously the bubble is not going to work with as many guys as we have. We have 120 some on the field every day. Greg Oman. Hey, Coach, you talked about the, the depth with your pass rush, but I wanted to ask you about the interior offensive line. Um, if you had to go today, who your backup center might be and who else you like uh, of the young guards that might stick with you as well? Yeah, I'm anxious, again, I'm anxious to see the guys that uh, that we're bringing in, Mulkin, Shackelford. Uh, Aaron Stenney is a kid that uh, really came on for us last year. I really liked him, uh, working him as a snapper and a guard. You know, we still have Allie, who could play center. Uh, Bailey, who was doing great till he broke his foot last year. So he's a big, strong kid. We've got some kids in there that, uh, yeah, I really like. I'm really anxious to see. Again, we need to get them in pads so they can do their thing. Bruce, do you expect to add any players between now and, and the first practices? Uh, never say never. That's for sure. Steve Isbitz from Joe Bucks Fan. Coach, do you project the need to hit more in training camp than in prior years, tackling to the ground, that kind of thing? And where does Devin White, as you mentioned, need to grow as a pass rusher? Uh, yes, as far as tackling to the ground, we did it a couple of days last year, but then, you know, we had some live stuff with Miami and then preseason games. So uh, you have to be very careful tackling yourselves, but you still got to tackle somebody. So uh, we'll probably have more than we've had in the past, maybe one or two days where we're actually scrimmaging each other. Um, just to get the contact and uh, facing cut blocks and all those things that you're going to see in the first ball game. And Devin White, Devin, you mentioned Devin White. Me. Devin White just continue continue to use his speed, uh, maybe a counter move. I think he's working on some stuff where if we stick him out on the edge and let him come, 
uh, he knows what he's doing. We're going to have Scott Reynolds and then finish with Rick Stroud. You know, rookie season is tough enough this year. There's no mini camps, um, no OTAs, no preseason games. You're counting on several rookies to start or play a lot this year, including Werfs at right tackle, Winfield, maybe at safety, Vaughn and Johnson on offense for you. Can you just speak to to how behind the the curve, behind the eight ball, not just your rookies, but rookies across the league will be this year without those OTAs and preseason games? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely hurt the younger players, you know, especially undrafted free agents also, who in the past we've always had one or two make our club, especially on special teams. And uh, so, yeah, all the rookies missed over 400 snaps in the spring. We'll try to catch back up and do two fields of practice uh, when we're in limited 90-minute to 105-minute practices. We'll probably do a lot of two-field stuff like we did in, in, in OTAs. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be very hard for them. And I don't have anybody pencils in as starters until I see them play and uh, and not make mistakes. And the second, second point was going to be up about the undrafted uh, free agents. Um, just it, what do they have to do with limited reps in practice to, to warrant sticking? Because a lot of times football – you know, these guys make the team by what they do in the preseason games under the lights against real competition. And you won't have that this year. Yeah, that's going to be the hardest thing. Cause like I said, most of say as a wide receiver is here really, could he be a core special team player mm-hmm. and get into the top five or six on game day? Those kids aren't going to have those options this year. Cause we probably won't do special teams full speed, maybe other than once. And uh, so I think, it's it's a shame for all of them. No, it's a nice thing that the, the practice squad went so high to 16. So you might be able to keep them around longer and uh, and continue to evaluate them. Final question is going to come from Rick Stroud. You're, you're coaching Tom Brady. For you, what's job one that you have to do with that quarterback? And, and what keeps him up at night right now? What is his, what is his big concern? I, I think his big concern is having no live reps up till now, you know. Um, missing all those reps in the spring especially against a defense like ours where he's going to see multiple looks all the time and just getting into getting into game shape and uh, and, and getting that reaction time down. And uh, I think he'll know where to go with the ball. It's just a matter of us putting him in enough situations, full speed situations uh, that he's that he's ready to play a game.